<laughs> How was your plant trip? Is this thing on now? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we started. <laughs> I, I just cut it up the, the beginning anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah. My plant trip was great. They didn't have what I wanted, but I found other stuff. So I was happy with that. There you go, Rick. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm ready now. Longfellows? Yes, Longfellows. And what were you looking for? Um, a type of Monstera. I don't really know how to pronounce the type. Oh, it's like a different species? Yeah. The leaves are smaller. They still have like holes in them. It still looks like a Swiss cheese plant, but the leaves are smaller. Nice. Yep. And so last week you were on... And you were at how many followers, and how many do you got now on Instagram? I was at like 750, and now I have almost 1,000. Wow. All plants. All plants. Yep. All plant pictures. We have this uh, viney thing, and I feel like we've had it for our whole relationship, me and my wife. And we That's were just looking at it the other day, and we were like, or she was looking at it, and she was like, I'm kind of over that thing. I'm kind of over that. Gosh. She's like I the only. Uh, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought this was our baby. It's like we've had it so long now; it's become a pet almost. It's like, right, you know, for real. It almost died a little while ago, but we saved it. Now oh, it's like, okay. Eric has saved a few plants. <laughs> I have probably killed more though, right? I've killed a few for sure. I think we put moved it somewhere and just forgot about it. Didn't water it for like two weeks. Sometimes plants <laughs> do really well when you neglect them. I'm terrified of overwatering over and root rot, so uh, neglecting your plants a bit is sometimes good. Oh, tip from uh, Mainly Plants. <laughs> Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> yes, please do. Is it just Mainly Plants? I think I asked you that last time. Yes. Or is there an underscore? No, no underscore. Yeah, you're lucky to get that. I know. Everyone says that. Really? Yeah. How'd you get that? Like, how'd you get that? How'd you get Mainly Plants? How much money did you put down I for did. that? Twitter's offering you a blue check. Yeah. <laughs> Mainly blank. Damn. I'm, I haven't made it to Twitter yet. Maybe I should. You should probably get it before somebody steals your identity. Could you imagine? Oh, Lord. You're freaking me out, man. <laughs> you don't have to do it right now. <laughs> you could start a Twitch channel and it just like is a it's camera just that a you leave on, of the, on your plants oh my God. all day. I'd love to do that. What I really want to do and is get an indoor greenhouse, Rory, for and, Valentine's Day. And if you did that, you could have the world record for longest continuous stream because really you're not doing anything you just have to point it at your plants maybe you can you make can a machine my exactly. dramatic ones that make like a machine that kind of just rotates it back and forth so it gets a nice like panoramic view of your of your plants so it's not just a still shot right because you might get you know i see a lot of videos on instagram and facebook of people doing like time lapses of their plants like so, so the ones that are like really finicky and like pass out and wilt if you don't water them every two days after you do water them and they stand back up they show like a time lapse of the plant like standing back up it looks awesome wow so they neglect the plant just so they can get that time lapse video i mean i hope nobody's purposely like do you uh do you advocate for (laughs) against uh plant violence like that i do i certainly do i mean maybe you don't because you said it's good to neglect plants sometimes some of them not until they like it's weird it's just weird to me because you said they're kind of like your babies so i would never <laughs> neglect my child so it's weird that you'd say that yeah well <laughs> yeah don't neglect your children or your plants you just you kind of just uh 
contradicted myself. Contradicted yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry about that. Some of them you can, like an aloe. You don't have to water that all the time. Yeah. What cacti. would you compare cacti. an aloe, yeah, an aloe plant, or a cacti, like, to, like, in terms of children? I can't really think <laughs> of a child that you can't that you don't have to water at least, you know, every day. Mm, yeah. Yep. Can you? You always have to water your kids. Yeah. Provide water. That's funny. Well, let's go. What's up, everybody? This is That's the World You're Living In, but it's That's the World We're Living In, actually. So, <laughs> But it's also the world you're living in. We're living in it together. Um, I'm here with the old lady, Rick. She Hi. likes it when I call her the old lady. I really don't. Did you see my face when you said that? Yeah. Okay. That's why I need video here so people can see the expressions. The that scowls. You, yeah. you guys think she's all fun and games on Manly Plants. Yeah. In real life. She's crazy. <laughs> and, and I have Dominic with us. Again, second time. Yep. He's back. Second time. And it's perfect. Have you been watching? You said you have been watching WandaVision, right? I have, yep. Perfect. Watched it last night. <laughs> I just watched it last night, too. Or I think that was the episode I watched in the morning, right? I don't know what you did. I slept until 1030 today. No, I'm talking about yesterday. Oh. <laughs> I you just said this morning. My bad. Um, you like it so far, though? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, quote unquote. It was slow for the first two episodes. I don't really. I mean, yeah. And I, I, I know what they were trying to do, so it all makes sense. Yeah, I understand though. I understand why they put out the first two episodes kind of together too. Exactly. Yeah. Because I feel like it, the first two, if you had to wait a week in between, you'd be like, "Wow, this is really kind of a slow burn, huh?" But I, I liked how they did that. I liked that, say, Mandalorian didn't come out all at once, though. Because yeah. waiting for it, that next episode for a week added to it. Yeah, it me. did. And I understand the whole, like, wanting to draw out that, like, viewership, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, there's that. <laughs> there's no reason to not have people come. Because that's really the only reason I go on Disney+, Plus. I feel like. And randomly, when we want to watch, like, a show with the kids, we'll try to, like, watch an older one of those shows that's on there. I think they got like what Darkwing Duck and a few other Ducktales yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they got a lot of those good ones. On they there. have Tailspin. Uh, I don't recall. I don't recall, but I want to say yes. I feel like I they think would. I think we have Tailspin on DVD, right? Maybe. Yeah, I'll watch X Men on there every now and then. Yeah, look out one of those. Is there a Spider or with the old Spider Man animated series? What do you think about the old uh, X Men being introduced into the MCU? It was funny, though, one person, uh, she said, uh, they re- she recast him? Yeah. Like that line. Yeah. She recast Pietro? And I thought that really added to the whole thing because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, right. well, okay, they're bringing in the X-Men Universe 1. Yeah. Which. Because I the whole time, I was, yeah, like, I was like, like, wow, they're bringing back uh, Quicksilver. That may, I guess that's going to be cool. And then I was like, whoa, I didn't expect that. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was. That was a nice touch. I feel like he, 
I know those X-Men movies got a lot of like uh, shit for what they were. A lot of people didn't really care for them, especially when you compare them to like the MCU. I just feel like the care and thought wasn't put into them as much. But I feel like a lot of people really liked that character from those movies. Oh, yeah. From the newer ones. Oh, so yeah. I can't remember. What was the first one he was in? Um, was, was it Days it? of Future Past? I think that was it, yeah. With the room that scene. awesome scene. Yeah. yeah. And they've tried to duplicate that in each one, but yeah. that first one was still the best one. Yeah, and I guess it was like an extravagant like shoot, too. Yeah. Like, because of the way they did it, like, yeah. practically or whatever, so. Yeah, now that that was good. Um, have you seen the Rogue cut of that movie, Days of Future Past? No. Yeah, it's like a director's, it's like a different, there's more of Rogue in it, and, like, she Wasn't takes she, the like, place. Wasn't she, like, not even in the basically, original thing? Basically, they, like, almost cut her completely out of it. And wow. In the Rogue cut, they have her storyline. She, like, goes and she does something, and um, she also... Uh, I think replaces um, Kitty. Is it Kitty Pride that does the time travel thing? Oh Who's, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Elliot Page. El- I was gonna say. Yeah. What, yeah. What's her? What's he? Uh, yeah. El- Elliot Page played the character. Yeah. Yes. Um, At the time, Ellen Page. Right. Yeah. Um, so Rogue takes that, like goes in and does that. Like, oh wow! Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. So Kitty Pryde just isn't even in the movie anymore. She is in a different like capacity, I believe. Oh, wow. but then also like the battle scenes, like there's the towards the beginning of the movie with the Sentinels, mm-hmm. and then there's one towards the end too. Mm-hmm. Those scenes are like reshot for the road cut. It's really cool. Oh it's damn, different. Yeah. I mean, I I'm the kind of person that tries not to really judge those movies hard. I just kind of take them for what they are. Yeah. Never am I coming out like they they fucked up that so bad, you know. Um, there are times where I do kind of think that I'm like, wow, hmm, questionable. I mean, but, I always liked X Men more than the Avengers and stuff when I was growing up, so I was always going to be more critical of the X Men movies as it yeah. is. And so, yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand they're not as good, but they do have one of whatever. the best superhero movies of all time, though, because X Two is X2, freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, and that's like, and people don't even. A lot of people will be like, oh, well, like not remember that one almost, but it is the best of those first three. I feel like it's definitely, definitely the best of the first. It made me yeah. think that the third one was going to be awesome. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, well, the first one was good where it started. Second one I thought was legitimately just an awesome movie. And then the third one, what is it? it Last Stand? Is it, that what it's called? You just, yeah. And if you just take it for what it is, for the campiness and everything, yeah. like it's fun. Yeah. It's not good. No. It's kind of like uh, Batman Forever. It's <laughs> like... Yeah. It's really campy and it's like not good. It's fun to watch still, now. It's I feel still like fun to watch. Yeah. Like it can be entertaining because there's a lot of just wild, wacky stuff that happens. You know what's it. weird about Batman Forever is I was at a lawn sale one time and I saw this VHS of some show that I just was like, man, I want this because I had a I had a VHS uh, VCR. A v- I always want to call VCRs VHS players. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's not a thing, right? Everyone yeah. just always called them VCRs, right? Mm-hmm. Well. That stands for what? Video cassette recorder? Now there's a whole generation that doesn't even know what a VCR is. So okay. really, a VHS player is kind of a thing. Probably not what anybody... Yeah, okay. Just nobody calls it that. That's tape the player. function yeah. that it does. Yeah, there you go. You remember the uh, <laughs> like standalone things that you could buy to rewind your tapes for you? Yep. There was like different ones. I remember, Speed rewinder. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my friend's uh, like mom's boyfriend... I guess it would be a stepdad eventually, but um, had this cool looking like it was like a car, 
and you pop the hood and put the tape in the thing and then shut it and then it was like and it just went so fast but i was like that's a pretty cool invention rewinds it like five seconds faster than the vcr (laughs) would have but the vcrs were always just like they'd get going like really really fast oh shit shit." in the middle of it yeah (laughs) they're really ripping at one point Uh, i forgot what i was talking about prior to that though oh yeah i went and i bought a v uh vhs at this lawn sale and the lady was like you know what i won't sell this to you and i was like okay and she's like unless you take all of those for free i'll tell you i don't even want to sell it to you i just want you to take them i was like (laughs) okay so there was like eight random vhs that were on this thing i was like okay whatever but all of them were like sealed and one of them was batman forever and i remember just like throwing it on ebay and just seeing what people would give me and i Let's say I got like thirty something dollars for a sealed VHS. I was nice. like, "Whoa! I didn't know that was a thing." Yeah, I have like five ancient VHS tapes that I've kept over the years: Ghostbusters, um, Cheech and Chong, Up in Smoke, nice, The Land Before Time, wow, the classic, original, the original one, yes, yep. of course, Batman Returns, <laughs> nice, and uh, Ninja Turtles Two. Oh, Same Secret of the yeah, that's good. She so got rid of Titanic. Titanic had to go. It was, a double, it was double. It was <laughs> who was double the space? I was just at my buddy Tate's house, and he had rack. three different copies of Titanic on <laughs> on this shelf of of uh, VHSs down in his basement. It was awesome. I was like, dude, you got Titanic, and I was like, whoa, you got two Titanics. <laughs> and then a little bit later, we're looking. I was like, oh, you got some burnt, dude. You have you have bootleg edition of Titanic too. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> It's his security blanket. Yeah. He never wants to be with so, I, I get, know. like, every version of Ghostbusters that comes out. So I have the original tape from, like, the 80s, the VHS tape, and then the first DVD that they released, mm-hmm. and then the, the newer, new DVD that they released after that, yeah. and then uh, the first Blu-ray. So you hyped for the new one? Yeah, and they keep pushing it back. and I'm huh. Like, every... Man. I've been waiting 30 years for this movie and so were you bummed with uh the all-female cast one just because it was kind of like not yeah. Yeah, i mean it's was it any good because i didn't watch it i went into the theater and i was like all right i know this is not going to be good but i'm just going to try to like it mm-hmm. and with that mindset i came out of the theater happy mm-hmm. but each subsequent time time that i've seen it i'm just like no this is, no it's not good this is not ghostbusters <laughs> are there any cameos in it yeah, they all cameo actually. Really? Yeah. Wow. But, the, but the, they're just not good. Like they just. Is it know. very short? Like, either very short or like Bill Murray's is the only like longer one, but it's just a really weird thing. It just doesn't. It almost. Wasn't he the one who really didn't want to go back? Fit into the movie at all? Yeah, he's the one that kind of has put it off for years and years. Um, they're all supposed to cameo mm-hmm. in the new new one though. Yeah. As long or as well as uh, Sigourney Weaver and Annie Potts. Oh wow, uh, Janine. So they're all supposed to come back and have better roles in this new one. Hopefully, um, it's the original director is it's, producing it, and then his son is directing it. Okay, that's what I saw. It with him, it's uh, so, Reitman, right? Yeah. So what's that? Ivan and who? Ivan and Jason. Jason. Yeah, and Jason had a little bit part in the Ghostbusters too. He's oh, the really? that, he's the one that calls them jerks at the birthday party at the beginning of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> My dad says you guys are full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's him. 
<laughs> what else has he directed? He's done a bunch of stuff, and I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I feel he's like I've done heard the name several things recently. Yeah. yeah. So Ghostbusters is is your thing, though, right? Yep. That's like the one franchise that you've clung yeah, to. Yeah, that's always been my favorite thing. Um, and I've been, so I still have all my toys and stuff. I've been introducing them slowly to my son. I see your son has the the uh, yeah the pack on his back. I built a proton pack like ten years ago now. Really? Um, I built one like to scale. Oh shit! And then um, the year after I built it. I kind of just took it apart and put a light kit in it and whatnot. So now it has, like, some lights in it. So it's pretty cool. That's but there's, dope. like, a whole community for Proton Pack. People? People that just make them, like, amazing. Really? I mean, mine's pretty good for, you know, pulling together a bunch of shit. Right. Scrapping one together. It's actually pretty good. But these guys, they there are some people mind. that are, like, insane with it. Yeah. I think there's, like, a... Ecto one, like uh, car around here too. There is, yeah. Uh, it was parked off one of the highways somewhere, yeah, not far from here. Um, and it's a loose. It's not the same thing. It's not the same car. No, but it's pretty close. Yeah, and it looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I thought, what kind of car like, is it actually originally? It's like a '59 Cadillac Meteor, something. Huh. Meteor motor. So it, basically, it was used as an ambulance and a hearse oh, at yeah. that time. Um, it would be converted out. Yeah, That's crazy. Did you like Ghostbusters, Rick? I remember watching it with my cousins when I was little. But I, it was never like... It never stuck with you? No. It was one of the... I think I talked about this on one of the past podcasts, but there were always VHSs that I th- swear I saw at everyone's house. And, like, it was Ghostbusters, Karate Kids, and the Ninja Turtle ones. I swear they were, like, at everyone's house that you go to. I don't think we had those, but my boy cousins did. Really? Yeah. We had, we collected Disney movies, so we had all the Disney Yeah, we had a lot of the Disney movies, too, that's for sure. Stuff like that. And then the Pixar movies. With the weird white cases. Like, they tried to make them look so, like, I don't know, it was weird. Indian in the cupboard movie, and it came with like the key to the VHS on the side. That it was yep. like a fake plastic key. <laughs> really? And then you could like turn the paper um, around in the case, so it made it look like a cupboard. That and it came with like a little Indian figure. That was that was a big deal. We wow. had Little Mermaid in that in that case, and then I know my cousins had like one of my cousins had a big collection. So he had like a bunch of those. Yeah. So like, yeah. yeah. Those. <laughs> VHS, man. <laughs> we watched a lot of Disney movies as when I was a kid. Me and my sister did. The Lion King and stuff like that. What's your favorite Disney movie, if you had to just think off the top of your head? Which one comes to mind? Probably. For the animated ones. like Probably The Little Mermaid. That was big for me. Mine always goes to Aladdin. I feel like Aladdin was my favorite. We watched that one a lot at my grandmother's house. She had, like, started a small collection at her house for when the kids were over there, and we had one at our house. I definitely watched Lion King, Aladdin, um, Jungle Book was a oh, great a one. one. That's a really fun one. Yeah. And But Little Mermaid is the one that sticks out for me, too. That's mm-hmm. I remember when they made the Jungle Book the like live action one, the first one, not the one that they just made like recently, but there was like one. I don't even remember that. 
Oh, man. It was called... I don't know if it was called The Jungle Book or maybe it was called, like, Mowgli or something. I was just thinking that. Mowgli yeah, something. now that's ringing a bell. Yeah, I never saw I think, it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was kind of weird. I had, uh, as a kid, I had a bunch of these Disney books. They were, like, pretty much, like, just stories from all the different characters. But I had a huge collection of them. But inside of the, like, also some of the books I had were these, like, it was like Disney, like year, yearly, like I don't know, like yearbook type of thing. So you'd like look through and it would like show all the rides that they had, like in the thing, and like all. And I've never been to Disney, so I like as a kid I was like, dude, that's just nuts. They got all this crazy stuff. And Disney's like a large city, like size, so it's like just crazy, like all the things they would show you in the books. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, yeah pretty Jen's cool. Uh, aunt works works for Disney. Wow, down in, down in Florida. Damn. She was one of the lead, uh, like, designers for the Star Wars Galaxy. Um, the Galaxy's Edge? The whole thing. That's yeah, cool. Galaxy's Edge. She was, Holy like, she shit. was, like, one of the, like, she was on, like, the prime team for that. That's pretty That's cool. That, so I, I want to go there so bad. When we can get down there, we, obviously, we're in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. I'd like to go someday. I'm kind of, like, not really feeling, thinking about going anywhere anytime soon. I did Disney World as a kid when I was like ten or so. So you remember it at least? I do, but I remember like in Universal Studios a lot more because Universal Studios had like all these sweet rides at the time. Were the rides better there? You think? Yeah, for me, anyways. Yeah. I liked them more. That was when they still had like Earthquake and Twister, King Kong. Oh wow! And it was like the last year that they had the Ghostbusters thing still open, so I got to do that. Um, and they still had like. The car from Ghostbusters 2, I think they still had, like, on the lot and everything. Damn. That's pretty cool. That's pretty dope. Um, well, you guys want to get into some news? Sure. Well, I'll insert the music here. Okay. I'll just leave it alone. <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were allowed space. to speak there or not. Bulletin. Hold on. It's worth it. I feel like it's more rewarding still. Oh, yeah. It's nice to have our own place, but yeah, especially the last three weeks has has been um, stressful being a homeowner. Yeah, we hit a week where it was like both of our cars broke down. I know that's not to do with our house, but we were dealing with that. Um, then the sink in our kitchen just would not drain. We're like, what the fuck's going on? And I tried everything, plunged it, fucking snaked it. Boiling water, baking soda vinegar, and I'm like, "What the fuck? It's going on?" And then I, it ended up being something way deep down that yeah. I ha- had to like go into the basement. And actually, Erica's father came and did it when I was at work one day. So I was like, "Fuck, that's awesome!" So he, he took care it of that. So gross. But um, we also ran out of propane somehow, and then the yeah. company wouldn't deliver propane because they told us that there's no way that we should have already ran out of propane and that we must have a leak. And both of us were at work and our kids were here alone, so they're just telling us that we had a had a propane leak and that somebody had to go home immediately so they could come and do all this stuff. So Erica has to leave work, come, they come, check it out, leave after like two minutes and just say they can't do anything and that somebody else is going to come do it. Yeah, they said the tank wouldn't pressurize and it was like anything beyond that was not something he could do and that he called his boss and they'd have somebody come out and that was at like 1230 that day. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm here the whole rest of the day, like not leaving, had to come home from work early. They never show up. It gets to be like 15 minutes before they close, (coughs) and I call, and they were like, 
they were like, no, we're prioritizing people who have run out of heat. Like, we're definitely not coming back today. And I was like, cool. Like, thanks for <laughs> telling me, you assholes. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. We we were supposed to have a guy come out because we have we're out in Reedfield. They only come out there on like Mondays, I guess. Right. But, well, you're on a more of like a outskirt, like a rural area. Right. They do they have set days, yeah. right? Right. Well, we knew we were going to run out before the next Monday, and they we talked to somebody, and they were like, "Yeah, we can come out on uh, we'll be out there on Thursday or whatever." Mm-hmm. I think it was, and they didn't come out, and then we ran out on like Saturday night or something, or Friday night, I think mm-hmm. it was, or something. But then they ended up coming out the next morning to fill it up um, or to, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, but the so the house is on heating oil, but the workshop's on a pro- separate propane tank. Yeah. And that actually has like a little responder thing on it. So mm-hmm. I can check the levels in it like from the Internet and they yeah. can see it and they just come out automatically. Damn. That well, that's what I should give. That's pretty here. sweet. Some sort oh, of uh, yeah. propane heat. Yeah. So I'm not like yeah. taking the oil from the, you know. So we don't have two oil bills. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I have it, that separate propane bill now every yeah. month. It's been, I don't know. Well, and then we didn't know un- until the guy left after trying with the propane for the stove that my dryer is run by propane. So I'd gone downstairs to do laundry, and I texted Rory, and I was like, I don't want to... F- Freak out prematurely, but the dryer is not working. I've dried this load three times, and it's still wet. Like, I thought I was going to need a new dryer, so I had n- no sink, no stove, couldn't use my dishwasher or my dryer, all our, in the same way. Our house <laughs> at, uh, in Augusta that we moved from, at one point, the, the like, lint catcher funnel thing, mm-hmm. basically the thing that all the hot air shoots out of. Yeah. It also, like, I guess lint goes through there, too. Yes. And that shit clogged up. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, we're, we're like, yeah, our clothes were, like, still wet. And there's, like, all this, like, mm-hmm. kind of, I need like, a new one We had to take, at our, at our old house, I don't know how long we had went, but it must have been a while because I took our hose off, disconnected it, and then cleaned it out. And holy shit, yeah, some lint gets through So it, So it went down, and it went, it went out underneath the house. Not like normally they stick out the side of the house. Right. Mm-hmm. This one went underneath the house, like into the, the basement. Living, the living room of the house was up on, was up, Jack, like, like two, jacked up, yeah, yeah, two feet off. And then the house itself, because the living room was eventually was originally a breezeway to the garage, which yeah. was added onto the house itself, which mm-hmm. has the basement. Yeah, whatever. So, like you were saying before, like Jen's stepdad had to come over and like crawl up under the house and like mm-hmm. find it and unclog it and all that shit. Thank God for dads. Yep. Uh, do you remember the time that the skunk at our old house? Dude, a skunk, I might puke. <laughs> like our dog got skunked. I don't think uh, it was. A our dog skunk. never got skunked. I I think it was a possum. That big. We had. Yeah. Baby, you remember how big that fucking we thing? We had was? baby skunks in our backyard in Augusta. Do you here. remember how much we used to see the skunks? So though I really so think it was. I um, can seriously smell it. And he, so we had this skunk that during. Uh, winter storm there was like this little tiny hole underneath our uh bathroom bathroom and it like crawled into the bathroom then a snowstorm happened and it closed in the hole and the skunk couldn't get out and we didn't know about it until because it was so cold it never it like just preserved the body it like just kept it completely and then one day my dog just kept going over to this area and it was like 
blocked by all these stacks of pallets. So you couldn't even see the hole. Yeah. And then I move the hole and I like get I'm like, something in there. I'm like poking it with a stick. And I'm like, there's something. I can't tell what it is. And then finally I get something to like grab. And I'm like, dude, whatever it is, is so heavy. <laughs> and it had been stinking because yeah. it was like thawing out. So our bathroom, it, there was, it was always starting. a smell in the yeah. bathroom. And I'm like, I've moved everything. I've cleaned everything. I, it never occurred to me that it could be something underneath the floor. Yeah. So anyways, I... End up pulling the thing out. It's so heavy, and I pull it out, and it's completely, it's shed all of its hair, so it's just a complete naked thing. Rotted carcass. Yeah, but it wasn't completely rotted. It was completely whole. Like, it was still whole. It was just, and it looked like a fucking chupacabra. Like, it looked, it was the scariest fucking thing ever. It was like the mom in the freezer. Like, it had been preserved. Yeah, Yeah, it had been perfectly preserved. Exactly. Like, Like Captain America had been... Right. I have never smelled any. I immediately, <laughs> as soon as he pulled it out, I ran out front and I seriously puked on the front lawn for ten minutes. Like it was the most disgusting thing I've ever smelled. Yeah, so nasty. <laughs> yeah, when I lived over here, I trapped like twenty some groundhogs. But then one summer we had baby skunks, uh, and they were living in one of the groundhog holes. Oh wow! Yeah, there were four of them, and when I was out on the tractor, they would be like. Chasing me and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Baby skunks are fun because they don't spray. Yeah. Like, right. And they're actually pretty playful. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, they say that they can be domesticated. You can take out the sacks yeah. or whatever and yeah. you can remove the stinker. All right. So it's time for some news. It's time for some news. Do 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 do. Ba 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 da da da. News. Dun 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 dun. You didn't hit it. No, I didn't even hit it. My bad. <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm trying to do the news right here. Do the news. Again. Do, do the news. I held it for a long time. The time before, and now I just pass it. I'm making up for the. He's still learning. Three Pennsylvania neighbors dead after fight over snow shoveling. Authorities say. Have you ever gotten in? Any arguments with your neighbors about like shoveling or any sort of like no, um, but I, um, sort of um, like neighborly disputes? Like maybe your tree is leaving shit on my yard or anything like that. Or do you not, have you not had any close neighbors? Uh, when I first moved in over here, there was one issue with the neighbor that lived behind us because he was dumping all his grass clippings in this one spot, and it was where all of the water was draining through. From like my backyard, yeah, like, drained through his to wherever, and he was like clogging it all up with yeah. his grass clippings and shit, mm-hmm. making my yard swampy. Yeah, then, yeah, that pissed me off. So you went that over. Was an issue. <laughs> yeah, it says during the argument, one man went into his house and got a gun. Police say, it says a fight that erupted over snow shoveling allegedly led to a Pennsylvania man shooting two of his neighbors to death. Says the fatal gun violence occurred in Plains Township, about 15 miles southwest of Scranton. Whoa, Scranton! Scranton, cool. After two feet of snow blanketed the, that's why two feet of snow. They're yeah. fucking stressed as hell. That guy's back probably was killing him. Well, now he's. Oh man, okay. Just before 9 a.m. on Monday, Plains Township police officers responded to a report of shots fired in a residential neighborhood <laughs> and discovered 50-year-old James Goy and his wife. 
uh, 48-year-old Lisa Goy lying dead in the street in front of their home. Jesus Christ. Imagine getting that pissed off at 9 in the morning that you kill right. someone. Like, damn. It says residents in the area <laughs> directed police officers, <laughs> police officers, to a house across the street from the Goy's home. From the Goy's home. But as they approached the front door, a gunshot rang out. The official said inside the house, police found 47-year-old James Spade deceased from an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. Well, that's just now fucked up. Now who's going to shovel? The other neighbors. <laughs> now who's going to shovel? Um, yeah, they said they had been uh, engaged in a long-running feud that reached a boiling p- point on the snowiest day of the year. I'd say so. They were uh, shoveling the snow from their parking spots, shoveling the snow, snow across the road, and throwing the snow onto Spade's property. I follow Uh-oh. a uh, page on Facebook. It's called Only in Boston. And it's always like pictures and stuff of just things that happen in Boston. And right now it's a ton of like pictures of posts of angry people uh, of their neighbors stealing their parking spots. So I guess when you live in the city... If you shovel out a spot, you're allowed to put a spacer, a holder there to hold your parking spot for you. Um, If you shoveled it out, if it's a state of emergency, you have 48 hours. You can keep the parking spot. Damn. So after 48 hours, people are still, they're putting cones, they're putting chairs, they're putting baskets out there to hold their spot. And people are like smashing the shit, getting rid of the spacers and stealing the spots. And it's like a whole big, like citywide problem. I'm like, holy shit, I'm glad we don't have to deal with that. It says uh, here, witnesses told investigators that Spade asked the couple to stop, which sparked a heated exchange of words. James Goy apparently threw a toy. A toy. I'm really good at reading today. You notice that? Um, Apparently threw a tool at Spade that he had been using to clear snow from his car. And uh, then James Goy approached Spade with a raised fist. Reportedly, Spade retreated into his house and fetched a gun, and that was about the end of it. That's too bad. He shot both of them multiple times, and then just went back into his house, got another firearm, and that's the one he used to shoot himself. That's sad. So, damn. So, another article from ABC News here is, Angry maskless man denied food service, returns with a gun to steal fried chicken and waffles. Damn. The man didn't demand any cash and even took syrup before leaving. Oh, here's a thing. Is it syrup or syrup? What do you guys say? Syrup. I mean. I mean, it doesn't matter. I guess I've always said syrup. Syrup. Yeah. You say syrup? But if you're going to do all that, you got to get the syrup. I mean, you can't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, imagine if you were going to hold up a place with a gun and then you just want chicken and waffles, but you don't get it. It's like, I'd definitely be coming back with a gun. I mean, you know, when you go through the drive through at like Taco Bell and you get home and they forgot your sauces, like, that can be devastating. That is is not cool. That can can be a meal. It's like me with uh, Chinese food. You're going to do it at gunpoint. Like, get your syrup. Yeah. If they forget (laughs) the hot mustard with Chinese food, I got to run back. Yeah. Because they're like, nobody wants the hot mustard. back. Um, literally <laughs> gotta have it. A man who was denied service for not wearing a mask at a fried chicken restaurant allegedly returned with a gun and held up the kitchen before robbing them of fried chicken and waffles. This happened at 537 at Roscoe's House of Chicken and Waffles in Pasadena, California. Damn. Mm, Roscoe's. 
says that he was denied service for not wearing a mask, and then employees informed him that he could return to get food once he was wearing one. The man left the restaurant and did indeed return, but this time he showed up <laughs> with a gun. Still no mask. Quote, he says, he, <laughs> he comes straight toward me with a gun, pointing at me and saying, put all the chicken in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Cook Robert Gonzalez says. Oh, wow. He says, uh, manager Angela Prieto uh, said he didn't take or demand any cash from the restaurant, only the chicken and waffles. So. I wonder if they had offered him a mask. If he right. would have been like, all right, maybe he just like didn't have one. And he only had enough money for the chicken, not for the chicken and a mask. Right. Says here. But he did have a gun. So. Right. <laughs> so that solved it all. Says here, in an ironic twist. Surveillance cameras were able to capture images of the man's face due to the fact that he was not wearing a mask. There you go. What an idiot. Which is funny because I've heard of a lot of, like, that's a thing is people are like, now you can just go commit a crime. Nobody can see who you are. And it's like. How funny would it have been, though, if he came back with the gun <laughs> and, like, a ski mask? <laughs> <laughs> and then still robbed the shit out of him. <laughs> One of the ski masks that still has just the space for the yeah. mouth, so it's yeah. covered your face. So just the slit for yeah. the eyes and like the mouth. And good try, dude. That's fucked up. Uh, if you were gonna hold up a restaurant for food, do you have one that you would target, well, Rick? Well, now I want chicken and waffles. So I don't know where can I get chicken and waffles. State lunch. I need a Popeyes around here or something. Like yeah, I've never had there. Popeyes, but or they a Bojangles, keep, man. I've never had Bojangles either. I think it's because we watch Boston News Station. Uh, mm. I, I want to say TV there's stations. one. There's one Popeyes at the rest station. Um, near oh the Gardner near one, the Gardner exit yeah, or something. Is. Yeah, there's a Popeyes there, is it but it was worth going a, there? It was a Quiznos. Oh shit, which was awesome. Quiznos was also right down the street. It was uh what the fuck was it? Yeah, remember it's where um. I don't remember Quiznos at it, all. The place that it is now is like a oxygen tank place or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like that health place. It's right next to the gas station across oh. from the... That used to be a Quiznos. I had a couple go-tos at What Quiznos. did they have there? What is Quiznos? Mesquite chicken sub was you remember so the, good. Do you remember the friggin' the commercials. commercials with the fucking dudes? What were those little things? They were just like little like funky sock puppet things. But I they guess, had like they had superimposed like real eyes and yeah. mouths on them, so they were like looked really. I it don't was know. the wackiest thing. We'll Quiznos was like up. killing the advertisement game at one point. They must have like hit a really rough patch or something. It was their. I think it's their business model. <laughs> like what's their, their business model? <laughs> that they go well. They <laughs> fran- think they the use franchisees like a subway does yeah. or whatever. But from what I heard, like the franchisees just couldn't make money because. All of the ingredients and stuff were like too expensive for what they were supposed to be charging for them and everything. That's how I. Oh understood wow! It. Like we had one in when I lived in Maryland, we had one in Olney, and there's like no reason that place should have gone out of business because it was. But it did. Getting... It closed because the dude just like couldn't keep up with the bills for it, wow. even though it seemed to me like it was always busy. That's how so I felt about this one. Every time weird. I went in, I was like, it was super, and it did not last long at all. Yeah, so it was like maybe a year, if that. So, it's crazy. Yeah, Quiznos was good. Uh, is Popeye's worth driving out to that rest stop to get? Yeah. I don't know. 
People maybe were once. Kill, weren't people like know. killing people maybe over the chicken sandwich? Once every, maybe once every six months or something. Is yeah. it like Chick Fil A? Like I, I, would I love Chick Fil A. A lot of people hate Chick Fil A because really? of, because of like the owner. He's like Whatever. really Christian and yeah, they're jerks, but it's not going to stop me from getting a nice. That's how I feel sandwich. too. I'm like, fuck. And there's still people that work there, and some waffle fries, yeah. and all the sauces. Yeah, and there was That's something that they got macaroni and cheese there now too. Oh I was like, okay, I'll try that. Want right. to go to Bangor after this? Right. Uh, we'd have to go today because remember when we were oh fucking? Where were we? The other day we were at, at the marketplace, and oh no, I wasn't even with you. I think no, you were I just told by you yourself. About it. I was walking out of TJ Maxx and. This guy was like, I saw this guy and this girl get out of um, a car and the license plate was New Hampshire and they were talking or whatever. And she was like bitching him out while they were walking into TJ Maxx because she was like, you said they had Chick-fil-A here. Like you promised you'd take me to Chick-fil-A. And he's like, I will. I'll take you after this. And like, so (laughs) it was so funny. She thought there was Chick-fil-A in Augusta. And that Ruby Tuesday's closed. The one across from Red Robin. Yeah. Put it, put a Chick-fil-A right there. Oh, it would chill. Yeah. It would. Right outside of, tea, like, Kohl's and Dick's sporting yeah. goods. Like, that place would rock. And they have the space for that amount of traffic up right. there. Mm-hmm. I was wondering if it, if it hurts it because right. you have to go off the main road so much, but you don't really. It's just they and haven't really ever put a fast the foodish now place. Since they got rid of the, all those trees, because you can yeah. see Kohl's If they put a shit. freaking Chick-fil-A up, I'd be eating so much chicken. <laughs> I already <laughs> eat so much chicken. It's like the... Only meat we eat, really. Yeah, Other I than would burgers. Yeah, I love chicken. Mm-hmm. My mom bought me a roasted chicken. When I, I went saw to Sam's that. <laughs> She's like, "Do you want a chicken?" I was like, "I mean, I'm not gonna say no to one of these chickens." So yeah, their chickens are good. And they're cheap too. I feel like in comparison to if you buy like Hannaford. the one at Hannaford, it's smaller at Hannaford and more expensive. So, yeah. But uh, here's some news about Erica. Uh, Erica was caught with nearly a thousand cacti and succulents strapped to her body <laughs> trying to smuggle them. No, this says um, smuggler caught with nearly a thousand cacti and succulents strapped to her body. I think I heard about that. So, um, so <laughs> let's say it one more time. A woman who strapped nearly a thousand succulents and endangered cacti to her body in an attempt to smuggle them into New Zealand has been sentenced to a hundred hours of community service. That's it. <laughs> That's not even like worthy of. I mean, it's cool that she did all that. How did she get a thousand succulents and cacti strapped? Look at it. Look at all the ones that she has. That's like what was strapped to her. These are like all in bags, like those strapped are, to her. Those are really nice succulents. <laughs> those are really nice succulents. <laughs> like, where is she going with those? Because those aren't going to survive here. Well, her name Thanks. is uh, Wen Quin Lee, who's 38, and she also goes by the name Wendy, which I should have just went with. I probably murdered her name. Uh, when caught bringing plants and seeds from China to Auckland International Airport, where the goods were seized on two occasions in 2019. Oh, this happened uh, in 2019. Aww. Wait. Yeah, but. In the first incident in March 2019, <laughs> Lee had stuffed 947 cacti and succulents into stockings and strapped them to her body. The hoard contained eight endangered and threatened species and was worth more than ten thousand uh, New England no New England dollars <laughs> New, New England. Zealand dollars. So she's already gotten caught doing this once. That's what I'm thinking. It's, why does it say in the first incident? I'm waiting to see. Yeah. Okay. 
And then in a separate incident in July 2019, Lee was found to have hidden 142 unauthorized seeds inside iPad covers in her luggage. Why doesn't and she more just... than 200 garden ornaments in plant pots. She just likes Carrying plants. a snail like, in a piece of a tree fern stem, which were all wrapped in wet paper. Wow, look, there's that too. She's taking care of them? Right? Yeah. Why doesn't she just sell them on Etsy like everyone else? She's not selling them. She's trying to take them to a different place. Yeah, it's like um, to trying sell to them. bring them to a cacti sanctuary. Yeah, but like so they can some countries won't like free. most countries don't allow you to bring stuff from other countries in. Like that's what right. the border is because some are not supposed to be in certain places. So you think those were for her specifically? Like she maybe she's a home? maybe she's just a plant enthusiast I, and really I think, wants. I think she's rescuing them, trying to rescue them. Yeah, from from bad See? people. Yeah, I feel like she's definitely the kind of person that would never neglect her plants or her children. <laughs> And a thousand our country is f- a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our country is fortunate to be free of many of the invasive pests and diseased diseases found in other countries, says Simon Anderson, regional team manager for at the Ministry for Primary Industries. Huh. Good for you. That's cool. Here's a cool one. Tomorrow, oh, Super Bowl. Who you got? Gun to my head. Yep. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Erica? What? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? It's oh, the Kansas City know. Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, just so you know. I think you already asked me this. Yeah, I did. I want to see if you swerve. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about football or who plays on either team. Tom Brady plays on Tampa Bay and Patrick Mahomes plays on Kansas City. Um. Obviously, I know who Tom Brady is, but... Haven't people been talking shit about him lately? Football fans to eat 20 million pounds of cheese (laughs) during Super Bowl, dairy farmers predict. 1.7 million wheels worth of cheese, enough to fill every NFL field, will be consumed. I heard that too about the report on the cheese amount. And I'm like, okay, as a kid, really? As a kid, I remember hearing this like random article that was like, if everyone use the bathroom at the same time during halftime during the Super Bowl, it would, like, something about it would break the pressure. The world would explode on itself. (laughs) I was like, whoa, that's not. Uh, The Green Bay Packers aren't competing in the Super Bowl this year, but cheeseheads will still have something to celebrate. Americans are expected to eat more than 20 million pounds of cheese during the Super Bowl on Sunday. I want to know how many pounds of chicken. That's what I want to know. Yeah, really. How many chickens are going to be sacrificed? Damn, so many for a football probably. Game. <laughs> what is your go-to like uh, for like a watch party or something like that? What would you be preparing for snacks? Oh gosh, I don't know. I think actually, I think we are doing something tomorrow. We're going to do um, crockpot meatballs. Oh fuck yeah! Got to go. Yeah, you got to do those. It's always good. Classic. And um, I don't do you know. do the weenies too? The no, little Smokies. Not really. See, uh, but I like those. Erica and okay. the kids like the Smokies. I just I always just want the meatballs. Yeah. I'm meatballs I like at both. this point. Yeah. My mom always did both for the Super Bowl and for um, Christmas. Do your parents watch the Super Bowl still, you think? Yes. Yes? My mom and my stepdad definitely watch football all the time. Oh, they do? Okay. <clears throat> I don't think my dad. My Are dad they invested probably, in any teams? Uh, the Patriots growing up. I remember that. 
I think we're going to have a really nice cheese assortment. Ooh, a charcuterie. Uh, no, just kidding. Charcuterie. I love a how charcuterie. How many pounds does that assortment weigh? <laughs> yeah, how many pounds are you contributing to the 20 million? <laughs> I think it's a three-pounder, actually. It's a uh, Monterey Jack, uh, Sharp Cheddar. <laughs> I was like, damn, this sounds good. Sounds great. Depends on the crackers you got to go with it. You know? Yep. Good cracker spread, too. I don't know. Are you watching football Well, here, here this says tomorrow? cheese isn't the only. What is that? Sorry. Are you watching football tomorrow? Yeah, I figure I'll watch it. I go. watch it every year, so. Oh, you do? Yeah, remember? You say, you ask that every year, and I say, yeah, we watch it. Like, you're like, oh, you're going to watch it? I'm not. I usually, yeah, you say that, and you always watch it with me. Because <laughs> yeah. I just like I being with you. I think for the past two or three years, I have downloaded a different, like, thing for a free trial. Like, last year, I think... It, did they play it on CBS? Is that the channel that it's on? I think it is. I think last year I got One CBS All Access. The year before I did like YouTube, YouTube TV, and then like maybe something else. But it's like how I've created like five different sling accounts to keep watching basketball games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did the multiple sling accounts to get keep getting free trials at one point. Yeah. And then I just gave in and got an account. Right. <laughs> So it says here, cheese isn't the only food football fans are planning to eat during the game. Okay. Experts are expecting to see snacking overall on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, more snacking, that is. Frito-Lay announced last month that it was expecting to see an increase in Super Bowl snacking compared to last year as snacking has risen in general during the pandemic. Oh, yeah, I bet. The National Chicken Council has predicted. Here you go. The National Chicken Council has predicted that Americans will eat a record 1.42 billion chicken wings during the game. I'm going to try to do my part. Dude, there you go. fuck yeah. You know what? You're dipping with sauces or do you straight, straight man? You don't want sauces? Sauces. Sauces. It's all yeah. about the sauce. Buff. My wife calls me the condiment king because I yeah. like the door of the fridge is just, just all stocked. of my sauces. Yeah. <laughs> I love condiments. Yeah. So. I find it. I'm, I love all condiments except I really don't like ketchup too much. I only yeah. okay. every once in a while when I have hand cut fries, I want some ketchup. To yeah, come in. Yeah, but other than that, I don't really want ketchup too often. Ever. Yeah. You don't put it on your burger, do you? No, I usually do mayo and mustard. Interesting. And I if do I don't, I usually I don't even do mayo. It's usually just mustard. I You're love mustard, mustard. Lately, and onions. Lately, I do ketchup and chipotle mayo on the oh, burger. I would throw something like that or but, uh, uh, garlic aioli. Ooh, I, I love, I, I love mustard too, and yeah. a good chipotle mustard is the bomb with, with like some good spicy Italian sausages to go with that or something. That sounds good. Man, it sounds like a good charcuterie. Yeah, some cha- <laughs> I'm giving myself some ideas for tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> right. What are you making for snacks tomorrow, Ro? I don't know. Maybe I should go to the uh, grocery store tonight. Maybe I'll wait for it to die down. I feel like everyone will be there. We gotta later. go like after six. We got another thing here. Let's run through these real quick. Six arrested after changing the Hollywood sign to Holly Boob. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know what else to say, really. Uh, Six were arrested on Monday after scaling the steep terrain around the iconic Hollywood sign and strategically changing it to convey what they said was a breast cancer awareness message. Oh, okay. I guess that's cool. Or maybe that's just their way of like trying to get away with it without it being. How is, like how is anybody thing. supposed to know that that's their message? Like maybe yeah. it's like bringing but awareness to it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Okay. Boobs in general, just awareness. 
says um, they had just being cited with misdemeanor <coughs> trespassing, and they were released because there was no signs of vandalism because the sign wasn't damaged. They just put this, uh, things in front of them oh. to block the view. So. Well, smart on their part. Smart on their part, for sure. Uh, as a kid, <laughs> did anybody else ever, like, change the signs, like, on any of the stores? You know those, like, things that were out front of every, everyone's, like, convenience stores or whatever? Like, the local places that you, they would say, like, the sandwich specials or whatever? I do have one good story about that. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember sneaking out one night with one of my friends from my grandparents' house, like, and we were, like... That's what you did. Yeah, we like went and changed the thing to say something, and then the next day we like called them and asked to like order what what it was, and we thought it was hilarious. That is like, so stupid. Yeah. Well, you star six. What was it? Star six seven or star six yeah. nine? Which one was it? star six seven? Was to hear who just called you, right? No, star six seven was to block who you were calling. Okay, star six nine. I thought was the one to recall the person who had just called you. Nice. Is that right? I don't know. So I don't know. When I lived back in Maryland, me and my buddies went out to a bar. We were drinking one night, and we were there till uh, they closed. We knew the guy who was closing that night. So we're out front. We're all just drunk, shooting the shit or whatever, and he, they have one of those signs out there. So we switched that motherfucker up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we switched it to fart bros care to smoke buds <laughs> <laughs> Friday or something like that. It was That's like, right. like there was a show coming up right. and as we were like finishing it or whatever, we're still kind of like stumbling around out there. Cop goes whizzing by. <laughs> so Did we he were, stop? We were like right on the street. <laughs> no, he just kept going. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. But I, I wonder if he saw the sign. It was like, fart bros. What? Because <laughs> right. like, that's probably as far as you would get would be fart bros. And right. <laughs> fart, fart bros. Huh. Weird man. <laughs> Weird band. Uh, so have you guys heard about the TikTok challenge with uh, the nude silhouette thing? No. Nothing online about it? No, but I, I, I think I know what you're talking about. The, uh, the filter removal thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's this trend going around on TikTok where you pretty much show yourself fully clothed in a doorway and you like pose in this weird pose and then you're supposed to then turn off all the lights and pose there naked in the same thing so it just is the shadow of you and a bunch of people are doing it and like it's one of those like snap things but uh now they've a bunch of people have put out tutorials on how to remove the filter so now people are just watching all the things and you can just see all the people that are doing it naked so so, hey, tick, maybe you shouldn't try every TikTok challenge, kids. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Every single day, Katie is coming to me. Look at this TikTok challenge. Well, I don't think she'd try this one. Well, I, I think would. she'd know better than that. <laughs> I would hope She's, not. I, I, these, this is more popular to like people like our, our age. And oh, like, okay. Well, I don't uh, do TikTok. You know, like that, so through the, in their know. 20s and stuff like that. I'm sure there's young kids, but I doubt there's like elementary school kids doing this. I really fucking would hope not. I've never TikToked before. Uh, I, I've I never TikTok. Yeah, I've been t I've been featured in the you kids' TikToks. I have an account, and I theirs, and I watch their their TikTok to make sure that they're not doing these types, <laughs> of, types of shit. I guess. Yeah. Um, they're always making them all day though. But theirs tend to be just funny. They make like comedy ones, so I'm cool or with dancing. that. Dancing. Yeah, or dan a lot of dancing ones. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, TikTok, I think that's, it might be, it might be the thing that is our generational gap. Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. I thought it was going to be Snapchat and then I finally figured that out and I was like, okay, I can do that. But TikTok feels like so beyond anything I even want to try to deal with. Right. And I'm still not good at Snapchat. Like, don't contact me via Snap if you want me to reply, yeah. like, today. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. I didn't do Snapchat either, so I don't know about that one. Well, I'm always <laughs> confused. Like, are you supposed to respond to every Snap that someone sends you? Like, how do you, how do people keep up with that? I don't understand. How popular are you? I could definitely respond to all the ones that people send me. I well, I'm like not. I mean, no one really like snaps me now because... <laughs> Some of them I don't think you're supposed to respond to. I think it's just them, like, trying to, like, show you something. Well, that's like... where the confusion lies. Because then, like, <laughs> I Morgan messages me on Snap, and then she said something about I left her on open, and it was Ooh. rude. And I said, am I supposed to reply every time? Like, I thought that you didn't have to. I don't know. So I don't. So, Sacred Bones announces album created by a baby still inside the womb. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, like, that's what I'm. What is Sacred Bones like? Yeah. Is Sacred that a person? Bones is, that a... is uh, let's see here. Let's find out. It must be a band. It says, um, you know what? Fuck this. You know what? Fuck this article. I'm cutting this out. Beep, deleted scenes. Done. Deleted scenes. Agree and close. Jesus, you got to agree to the cookies for this one. But this is a good one. <laughs> Scientists have taught spinach to send emails, and it could warn us about climate change. What? May sound like something out of a futuristic science fiction film, but scientists have managed to engineer spinach plants that are capable of sending emails. Through nanotechnology, engineers at MIT in the U.S. have transformed spinach into sensors capable of detecting explosive materials. These plants are then able to wirelessly relay information back to the scientists. When the spinach roots detect the presence of nitroaromatics in groundwater, a compound often found in explosives like landmines, uh, the carbon nanotubes within the plant leaves emit a signal. The signal is then read by an infrared camera sending an alert an email alert to the scientists. Wow. That's pretty cool. Science and plants. I love it. Yeah. That, damn. We could make a whole podcast just about plants. Yeah. You keep saying that. I just keep getting only plant news. It's Your like computer wants listening? me. It's listening to us. Okay. What's this? Oh, my God. A new breaking news. Mainly plants Instagram <laughs> nearing a thousand <laughs> followers. Oh, my God. She just started it two weeks ago. What? That's not. She has what over three hundred more than her husband, who's had his for years and is <laughs> actively trying to build a brand here. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, if you can get some, decent, I'm not sour about it. Get some heat up in here, <laughs> no, some uh, humidity, and we'll bring some plants <laughs> over. Found that niche. Yeah, you found that community. niche. That's really what a podcasting is all about. You got to find a niche. Yeah. I'm over here being the most broad fucking podcast possible. I didn't mean to. I just really like plants. And then mm. I saw other people. And your your puzzle Instagram didn't take off. Yeah. I didn't start one for that. I've been neglecting my puzzles. <laughs> Rory got me a really hard one for Christmas. This is pretty cool right here. The first ever 3D printed house has went up for sale on Zillow for 
Three hundred thousand dollars. Ooh. Damn. Their own concrete three D printer. SQ four D has developed their own concrete three D printer. That's fucking badass. Hmm. Yeah, some of the people in that. Uh, yeah, look at that. That house is was three D printed. Looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like shit. I love it. <laughs> the fucking house is that? It's the ugliest fucking house really I've f- ever seen. I, I'm wondering if they 3D printed those shingles though, because that doesn't look right. <coughs> but I'll believe it. I just thought that was a cool little yeah. thing. And um, we'll end the news <laughs> with some really sad news. Uh, Saved by the Bell fan as a kid. Dustin uh, Diamond, Saved by the Bell star, dead at 44. After like a very, very short battle, I, I hear, with cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, only three weeks ago, it said, he was diagnosed. Yeah, they diagnosed him stage four. Yeah. So it was like... Caught late. Like he got real late diagnosis on it. Like, yeah. I mean, that's too... That's, that's really sad. But still, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Screech was a definitely a character that was uh, big in my childhood. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a lot of Saved by the Bell. Yep. Yeah. I didn't watch a lot of it, but that's the character that I remember from the show. The right. Most. He said he um, was in every episode. He was one of the only characters that was in every episode. Really? Yeah. Damn, that's nice. And it sucks because they just started out the uh, new like Saved by the Bell on that Peacock series, and he was never a part of it. Which yeah. is crazy. How do you have to say about that? Really oh, that was I crazy. think he had a falling out. It, it says here that uh, he stirred controversy with his 2009 book, Behind the Bell, in which Diamond shared backstage stories about shooting the series with some of his accounts being less than flattering to his co-stars. Yeah. That's what happens when people tell the truth. Well, what I read was that he didn't really write that book as much as like somebody else wrote it for him. Yeah, and so and they kind of they'd made amends after that, but he still wasn't going to be part of that show for whatever reason. And huh. it, yeah, uh, because it does say they do have some tributes from them in the article, so it does look like they obviously ended on good terms. Did you see they're doing a uh, Mighty Ducks show? I did just see that. Yeah, should be pretty fun with Emilio. Yeah. With Emilio. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> um, they really got to bring back Charlie, though. I, yeah. And there needs to be a scene where... Somehow like, he's got a cameo yeah. in there. Maybe if it's second season, you know, whatever. Like they're doing with Cobra Kai, they keep eventually bringing these people back. I uh, watched uh, Mighty Ducks Once on Mushrooms, and when the dude died <laughs> in the after telling Charlie... You know that scene in the thing, he's like sharpening his skates? Yeah, yeah. That hit hard. That'd be rough, man. Yeah. I was just like, quack. How could anybody? Quack. How could anybody deal with this? Quack. Movie? Yeah. So yeah, sad. I was like, this is fucked up. How's he going to play? <laughs> so sad. Uh, yeah, so that's just, that's sad. The whole Dustin yep. Diamond. I did see this, um, it was a Facebook post, I think. That Pee Wee Herman actually put out, saying that he had uh, reached out to him right before he passed, because I guess they worked uh, 
Dustin Diamond was actually on Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That was like one of his first movie roles. And so he said he hoped that in the in the article it was like a really nice article saying that Dustin Diamond was like a comedic genius type of thing, like just all this stuff, and then saying that he wrote in him, "You're gonna beat this, and when you do, we should get together because it's been thirty years or something like that," you know? Right. So nice. I always like Pee Wee Herman. I, his humor is just, it's such a, I don't know, those type of comedians that, like, transcend, like, to a new being, you know what I mean? I always kind of had some sort of, like, I don't know, I just was drawn to that type of thing. Like, when you become another person, like, a whole persona, like, Mm -hmm. even though his is weird as fuck, it's, it really is, is cool. Yeah, I know what you mean. So that's uh, that's all I got for the news. So I think you know what time it is. Tool time. That's right. Binford Tools is proud to present Tim the Tool Man Taylor. <laughs> you guys want to do some TPQs? End it with some TPQs? Sure. All right. That's thought-provoking questions. People know. People are at, they're, oh, I'm going to put this out here. If anybody listening has some thought provoking questions, some TPQs they want to send us, hit me up on the Instagram or on the Facebook or whatever, and we'll answer all your questions. If you got any questions, it'd be cool. We'll get some, uh, you know, audience interaction here. That's a good idea. Some community interaction. And if you guys don't, I'm just going to make up random people. That did. that did. Yeah. So, honestly, if there's one person out there that's like, no, they won't read my question. Yeah, I will because you're probably going to be the only person that's going to write in. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. Let's do some TPQs. I'll, I'm spreading them out for the people. You guys just pick one. Don't pick the same color, Rick. He's got a green. No, I'm just kidding. You can pick the same color. Okay. Just pick the one that comes to you. I'm just going to reach in here. Oh, y'all. All right. Does anybody want to go first? Or uh, I can, if that works. Go for it. All right. My question is called Banquet of Lovers. Ooh, mine's a short one. I like this. Every person you have ever slept with is invited to a <laughs> banquet where you are the guest of honor. No one will be in attendance except you. The collection of your former lovers and a catering service. After the meal, <laughs> you are asked to give a 15-minute speech to the assembly. <laughs> what do you talk about? Oh, my God. How horrified you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, word. Wow. Um, so that just seems... Very unlikely. <laughs> I love how they throw in a catering service. These questions always throw in a little thing. I'd probably just be like, <laughs> killer food, huh? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15 minute speech, huh? Yeah, I like the finger rolls. I'm more of a, I'm more of a, t- I may have mentioned this before, but I'm more of a tuna fish guy. I'm I not may a big, have mentioned this. <laughs> not a big egg salad guy. That's funny. I don't know. That's an interesting one. Yeah. That's one's, that one's lame. I have a long one. I don't know what you're supposed to say to that. Hey, remember 
Any speech at all for 15 minutes is like, what the hell? Yeah, I guess that's anxiety too. I'd I'd work my uh, stand up routine on them. Oh, there you go. Yeah. They'd all fall back in love with you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They'd be like, what the fuck's up with this guy? This guy. They're like, we're only here for the free mail. (laughs) He's (laughs) matured. He's matured. Should I go now? Yeah. What's it it called? Uh, Worldwide Perfection. Well, yours is a longer. It is a long one. All right, scientists build a massive space station that allows mankind to control the worldwide weather. As a result, there are no more weather emergencies. There's no more droughts or floods or tornadoes, and global warming has been eliminated. Right on. However, there is an immediate demand for perfect days. Because the weather can be controlled, many people want the weather to be nicer and more predictable. A large segment of the populace wants there to be two specified dates, April 22nd and October 22nd, where every place on Earth would simultaneously experience ideal weather conditions for 24 hours. These two days would become worldwide holidays, ideal for weddings, reunions, outdoor sporting events, and any tourism or traveling that demands meteorological perfection. Every community on Earth would have perfect weather on these two designated days. However, the environmental community claims that this might be risky. There is no precedent for worldwide perfection, and environmental leaders fear that this could create problems we cannot foresee. It can't be nice everywhere, says Universal Weather Czar Al Gore. (laughs) At any given moment... (laughs) At any given moment, at least one-third of the planet needs to be dealing with semi-crappy weather. However, no one can no one can specifically prove why this alleged perfection would be dangerous because it's never happened before. Where would you stand on this issue? Do you want the perfect although potentially harmful days? It's like such a wordy. So, read the green part again. Where would you stand on this issue? Do you want the perfect although potentially harmful days? Man, I no no. I think I like it when it's mixed up. I liked enjoying the nice days when they come. I I think you would eventually like anything. It would just get played out. You'd probably be like, man, I wish it would rain every once in a while, or like I wish I could play in the snow. Like, mm-hmm. but it's only those two. But days. it's only two days. Like that is such a stupid what the, idea. What are the harmful consequences? Right. Is it worth it? Okay. I mean, every if it's perfect weather. You're not going to be able to go anywhere because every single place is going to be packed. Look, if there's the potential of the Earth exploding because of we're having these two days of perfect weather, I think it's pretty pretty easy obvious. To say no, yeah. <laughs> if it's going to trigger some like, you know, life-altering event. And what is what, perfect what? weather? Because like people who live here, like this time of year is their favorite. You know, like we're in, it's cold and nasty and snowy yeah. and gross. What's ideal weather for everybody? Right. Yeah. So How about that. This question is. All right. This question is bullshit. <laughs> your best friend is taking a nap on the floor of your living room. Suddenly, you are faced with a b- bizarre existential problem. He, she is going to die unless you kick this slumbering friend as hard as you can in the rib cage. If you don't do this, he, she will never wake up. However, you can never explain your actions. If you later inform your friend that you did this to save his or her life, your friend will die from that. So, <laughs> so you have to kick a sleeping friend in the ribs, and you can't explain why. 
Since you cannot tell your friend the truth, what excuse will you fabricate to explain this seemingly inexplicable attack? I thought I saw a spider. Um, Tarantula. Yeah. So kick in the ribs and the, so you can't tell the truth. So you, what are you going to, I saw a spider, so I don't know why you kicked your friend. Kick him in the ribs as hard as you can. Is it only one kick? I guess. I don't know. Well, maybe what I would do is walk over them. But when I went to walk over, <laughs> step over them, just really give them a good kick, and then I would. Oh, can you apologize? Is that you could put like it doesn't specify what kind of uh, footwear you have on, so you don't have to have a necessarily so theoretically, steel toe. You could grab like a big cushy slipper, oh. kick them in the ribs as hard as you can that way. There One of go. those oversized, and you're out. Just yeah. be like, look. Look, I tried to kick There was a spider. I I didn't think this was going to hurt you, but I thought it would squish the spider. Yeah. Yep. Solved. And then later on in life, just be like, you never know what I did for you. Or just, you know, you were snoring loud as shit. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Snoring loud as shit. That would piss me off. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Those were quick. You guys want to do another round? Sure. Or would you do another at least one or something? Maybe. Throw this in there. Somebody pull one out. Oh, that was a good one. You want to read it? All right. Front, what's it called? Front page news? Front page news. All right. Defying all expectation, a group of Scottish marine biologists capture a live Loch Ness monster. In an almost unbelievable coincidence, a bear hunter in the Pacific Northwest shoots a Sasquatch in the thigh, thereby <laughs> allowing zoologists to take the furry monster into captivity. These events happen on the same afternoon. That evening, the president announces that he may have thyroid cancer and will undergo a biopsy later that week. You are the front page editor of the New York Times. What do you run as your as the biggest story? <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one of the first two. <laughs> um, probably Loch Ness Monster because I've always had a weird obsession with the Loch Ness Monster, even though I don't know. I'm more so than Sasquatch. Really? I feel like I think which president is it? <laughs> yeah, right. Is my Jesus Christ. <laughs> I like the silence after that, though. Um, yeah, definitely one of the first two, I guess. I played this weird racing game as a kid on Super Nintendo, and one of the tracks was around Loch Ness, like around yeah. the place, and if you did something, you could see like the Loch Ness like, come out of the water. Mm-hmm. And at a young age, it was like, one of those things that really just stuck with me, and then I was always just like, anytime I heard like an article about Loch Ness Monster or saw like a documentary about it, I'd be like, I'm I'm into this. One of my favorite roller (laughs) coasters as a kid was the Loch Ness Monster at uh, Busch Gardens in Williamsburg. Busch Garden, Williamsburg, I think it is. But yeah, Loch Ness Monster was a great, great roller coaster. I don't know. I've heard a couple good. I've heard a couple good uh, Sasquatch stories from people that say that they've seen them. For real? And like on, I've, I've heard them on some podcasts before and. There was one or two of them where I was like, hmm. It could have been mm. real. Like, yeah. I, dude, I tried telling Just Erica the way one time. That they were going into it and everything. Seriously, I tried telling Erica and uh, my buddy Travis one time about this one alien abduction story that I heard a story about. It and was it was on a podcast. And it's like the guy, he worked for the military and it was him and his best friend in the military. And like the military separated him. And there was like, 
all these like factual things that literally did happen. And he was saying all this stuff. And one of the, like the weirdest things was like, he thought he had been abducted as like a child and like never kind of like left his mind. And then he was getting this, he woke up one day and he had this like really bad pain in his leg. So he went to the hospital and they did an x-ray and they found like this little tiny, like pill, like small pill sized, like thing inside of him, but no sign of incision anywhere. And it, in the doctor was like, there's no, it couldn't have been put in there. There's no, there's nowhere that it, and it's like, obviously it's there. There's, there's some way that it was there. And, and they show like he has a website. You can go to his website. Yeah, you can go to his website, and, the and you can see the X rays and everything. And they're um, it's an awesome story. It's just yeah, it's just crazy because he doesn't fabricate anything. It's only one part where you're like, oh wow, that's that's almost unbelievable. But he's so serious the entire time and tells the story so well that you honestly believe him. And it's like you start to question. You're like, well, maybe I'm conceited for not thinking that that could be a possibility. You know what I mean? Because basically what it it entails is, like, him and the, the guy remember being taken aboard this place or taken into this ship, and they said that they were pretty much restrained, like, physically, but, like, with some sort of, like, I don't know, like, paral- paralysis. Like, they just couldn't move, even though, like, you know, they had... The only thing he said he could move his eyes, pretty much. And he said that he saw these people like that walked like by in a group and they looked like they were just another branch of the military. They had like these insignia that he couldn't make out what it was, but they looked like some sort of military and they were like human. Yeah. But then they brought him to this room and he like said that this guy, this is the part that's weird. This guy and that he refers to as Dr. Bugman. He said that he looked like a human, but had like a bug kind of like it was like a bug eyes like a bug eyed like it was like a animal type thing maybe I don't know that's the only thing that I could think of like he's a humanoid but like it looks like a looks like a bugish type of thing so that's that was the part that I was like whoa dude what the fuck that's kind of <laughs> messed up but he just he pretty much even says he's like I know what it sounds like immediately when I say this part like I know exactly what people are thinking that they maybe just instantly but i wouldn't i wouldn't make the story up to this point and then add in something like that that would completely take away my credibility unless i really remembered it that way pretty right, much yeah. and he said that the guy was communicating with him like telepathically and he pretty much at one point he was struggling he didn't want anything to do with it and he was like restraining and then the guy like some sort of like telepathic communication was like listen i'm not trying to hurt you i'm literally just doing my job i i have to do this type of thing mm-hmm. and he said like for a second he like related and he realized that like this guy was like <laughs> not the one in charge like he was like being used or something is yeah. what he thought like i don't know it's just crazy the whole story was like hours long podcast yeah yeah but I'd listen i got to it again. i got deep into it it was so good yeah deep into it what was the name of it I don't know. I'll have to look it up, and I can tell you guys about it if it's something you're actually interested in. It was pretty, yeah, one pretty of the, interesting. One of the Bigfoot ones I heard was pretty good. Uh, and it was just like how it happened for them. Like they didn't go out; they weren't out looking for this thing or whatever. Like they just this dude and his brother just drove up into these woods, and uh, they stopped, and then 
there was like sounds around the car and then they just saw some shit they could not explain felt like their lives were being threatened by like several creatures around them that they got good enough views of to describe but not be able to like you know really know what they were right because they never seen anything like it before right and uh yeah, just the whole, like, description of it, and you're listening to them tell this, and it's, like, obvious that, like, they're very emotional about the story that they're telling. Right. Like, they're not just, like, pulling it out of their ass. Yeah. Um, but they say something about, like, they're there, and this is, it was, like, happening and all this stuff, and they were scared shitless. They've got, like, their hand on their guns the whole time. They're, like, really scared that these things are going to, like, because they're big enough to, like, hurt them even though they're in their truck or whatever. Yeah. And, uh and then somehow, like, he looks down at the clock and, like, three hours have passed, even though it only felt like it had been, like, ten minutes because it was just, like, such an intense experience. And I don't know. There's a whole bunch of shit to it, but mm-hmm. crazy. And it's just, yeah, it's like you said. It's like when you're listening to the person tell the story, it's like you can very obviously tell a lot of times who's making something up. Yeah, when because it's, when it's a story like that, yeah, like, you can tell just – because on the other side, you I've heard a lot that I'm just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Where, like, the person sounds like maybe they're not all right. the way there. And the things they start saying, it's just like, it's like shock value type stuff, yeah. you know? This and guy like, was definitely hey, maybe they maybe they yeah. are full of shit, but I don't know. Right. I mean, they've <laughs> said that aliens exist. Yep. So, I mean, it's not too right. far-fetched to think that we, if they know that they exist, that we potentially right. worked with them at some point or something right. like that, you know? I don't get the whole young being young and them taking them. But I think I want to say that at one point in the thing, he said that there was other people in the ship with him, like that were also like, you know, detained or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they ranged in age. So And like, didn't something happen with that story where afterward, like him and his friend were not allowed to speak to each other yeah. at all? To this day, they're not allowed. Like, the government has kept them apart mm-hmm. they're not allowed to even associate with each other to the point where when it first happened on the when they tell him like when he's as he's telling the story that he can't communicate with that guy anymore he goes over to his house on the way home to just say goodbye one last time and the guy's wife answers the door and is like you've ruined our life like what are you doing here like he can't talk to you we can't talk to you what do you guys yeah. like what's wrong with you guys type of thing like she's like thinks they're both, like, out of it or something, I think. all Stories like these always lead to government involvement, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> some sort of government agency gets involved and prevents these people from either bringing forward evidence or Working connecting together. with the other people that might know about it or right. whatever. Yeah, there's always something, some element of that to it a lot of times. They don't want them to, like kind of like corroborate on a story together to make it even seem more legit or something like that, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. Speaking of big furry things like Sasquatch, though, I just saw this article on Facebook. And did you guys know that on Sesame Street, Big Bird is not Big Bird in other countries? What is he? <laughs> well, I guess in like... I think in Mexico his name's Abe Lardo, and his name <laughs> <laughs> and his name and he's uh, green and uh, red, and then in another country he's a big blue bird, 
And yeah, they they change his color. Why? I don't know. Did I send you the article? No, you just sent me big bread. Oh, that's all I said. Yes. Yeah. That's not stupid. Hold on one second. I was well, like, why did if you he was? Yeah, I don't know. That is weird. Big Bird was my favorite. So I was big into Sesame Street as a little kid. He was your favorite, like uh, Sesame Street character. Mm-hmm. Big Bird. Yep. I'm trying to think who I was had mine. A, I, had I always like thought a, Oscar the Grouch was cool, just because he, you know. Yeah. I liked Oscar the Grouch, Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. Um, my sister was in Elmo. I definitely watched some Sesame Street back in the day. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That was so, like the kid's show back in the 80s, I yep. think. So it says here, the Dutch version of Sesame Street has a uh, big bird who is giant and blue. That's what he looks like. He's got like an orange nose. Huh. And then in Mexico, <laughs> big bird is green and his name is Ablardo. And that big bird looks <laughs> fucking awesome. That like that's the big bird I want. Why do they have? I don't understand why they have to change. I don't know that either, and character. it seems like that's the only one that does. And uh, the Turkish big bird, which is called Minik Kus, uh, is apparently fucking orange. Is what this says. <laughs> that's what he looks like. Huh. Looks like a big old. Same, I mean, I kind of feel like we got gypped. Color. We might have the lamest big bird. Yellow. Ah, yellow's oh, cool. Oh, we got the OG. Yeah, we got the OG. How do you know that? That's kind of. Oh no, it definitely is. Sesame Street came from, I think, the. America, not from douche. Douche. <laughs> I think that's about wraps it up, guys. Oh, how many episodes of WandaVision are left? I don't know. I I think they're doing ten. Okay, so that's so we're halfway, halfway now. I believe. Yeah. Have any predictions for what the? Do you think that uh, Scarlet Witch is behind the whole thing, or do you think there's something else going on? Um. Yeah, I just want to know why. Like. What? Yeah. Why she's? Uh, yeah, I think that's the question. Is like she's doing it, but why is she doing it? Or how? Right. Did, how did she get to this point? Yeah, she glowed um, up. Her powers have definitely like. I mean, I know that in the comic books, she's obviously one of the most powerful. She's the one who like creates like a whole new like Marvel universe in the comics at one point. Yeah, um, I, yeah, and I don't know a lot, a whole lot about all that. Yeah, but I did read something about their. This might be a way that they're bringing the X Men in. Yeah. So, they I keep seeing articles. that's like, will Magneto be introduced in this because that's her, her right. dad? And, right. And now that they brought in uh, the other guy, I'm kind of like, damn, maybe they will. For a split second, I was like, that could be Magneto because he had the great like the way well, silver right. hair, but from yeah. behind, I was like, oh wait, wait. Whoa. That would be fucked up. I, I thought it was Quicksilver at first, but I think I, I know I would have been shocked. I think it depends on who they have playing Magneto. Yeah. If it would hit you like that, you'd be like, who's this right. old dude? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. hope they do, if they do recast, they go with, I don't know, what, if they should go with younger, like Magneto and Xavier, or if they should stick with the old. So I think it'd be kind of cool to like see them I've never liked I don't know, I guess they kind of did the James McAvoy was younger. I didn't and, like him you know. as Xavier at all. I don't know. Yeah, Patrick Stewart is definitely the Xavier yeah. for our generation. But he's he's too old now. I think they he gotta, just I looked... Think they got to do it fresh. Patrick Stewart was like literally like spitting yeah. image of what you expect. It's one of those perfect yeah. castings. It's like, shit, that's... 
Yeah. That's spot. Yeah, at the like, time that those first X-Men movies came out, like, it had to be him. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they were, that was, like, dream casting for them. And he was like, yeah, I'll fucking do that. Sure. And I know he's, like, very good friends with uh, uh, Ian McKellen. Right. So that must have been good for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like him as much as Magneto, casting mm-hmm. wise, but obviously he's great. So yeah. like it, it worked itself out. But yeah. Well, I'll have to get you back on after uh, WandaVision ends up, and we can discuss that whole thing. Yeah, that would be fun. See, because I think they're going to obviously use this show to kind of branch into what they're going to do with the rest of right or. At least a portion of what they're doing with the rest of the stuff. So. And what's the other one? Uh, the Winter Falcon Soldier and the Winter one. Soldier. Yeah. The, and that's coming out like the month after, I think. Once yeah. this one ends. I think, yeah. I think there are going to be like several Some shows coming out this year. And, and the new Spider-Man be, this year too? That is movie that this is year? This, I don't know if that movie is this year, year or not. They keep talking about it a lot, but it must still be filming. So you'd think then it takes a little bit to post-production yeah, type of shit. Know. Ghostbusters Any? just better come out in November. If they push it back again, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> was it originally supposed to come out last year? It was supposed to come out last summer, and then this summer. And now? Are they just yeah. trying to make sure that the theaters will be open? It's been pushed like three times now. But, I, yeah, I assume that they're they're trying to do theater release right. because there's going to be toy lines and all stuff right. lined up for it. So you got to get kids you need out to into really, the theaters, yeah. not just... Not streaming HBO into it. Yeah. It doesn't work the same. It's not the same translation. No. Especially when you go to a theater, it's like a, as a kid, it's a whole experience. Yeah, because you can experience it with other people. Right. And then it builds. Right. I'm way. sure there's tons of like parents and families that like go to those movies and then immediately afterwards head over to Walmart, go yeah. to the toy section, and their kids are like, yeah. fuck yeah, I want to. Kids want to enjoy it with other kids, not right. with their parents as much. Right. You know? I mean, it's a gym. Sitting at home, and we also got the Bad Batch coming up. Yep, the Star Wars. Yep. So when is that? That's actually soon. It's soon. I oh, know gosh. that because cool. I just cool. saw like another trailer. So it's soon-ish. I know it's the next like Star Wars thing that's coming out on Disney Plus. They need to, they need to get rolling. I mean, now the Mandalorian's done. Like, let's all right, let's go. And what really do you want th- that Obi Wan show? But. Do you think we get another Mandalorian this year? I don't actually. I don't think there will be a third season by the end. This year. I heard a rumor that the Mandalorian will be the book uh, of Fett and that the Mandalorian they're going to turn into a like anthology thing. This is like a Maybe. rumor thing. Yeah. So like the first two chapter or the first two books was uh, Din Djarin's. Then they think it will be Boba Fett and maybe give them. I don't know. I don't see them not immediately going back to that storyline where it left off. You can't just, you know, yeah, what I mean, it's. I watched it again with Jen, and uh, she was like, well, that was cool, but, like, now what are they going to do? And I think that's how a lot of people felt is, like, it was awesome. You had Luke. You had all this stuff. But, like, now he's not with the child, and that right. was the show. That so was the what show. what is the show now that he's not with the child? Like, How long do you think they keep him going, separated? Is him going to take back Mandalore or something because he's got the Darksaber? Okay, but then what about the child? Right. Is it is it the child and Luke? All right. Well, then what about? Yeah, that's weird. I wonder if they will. I mean, I guess at this point, they have to split the story. But I also wonder if they keep Grogu out of the story for a bit. 
right. to try yeah, to and that's to just, try to age him. Like, and I always wondered from the beginning. I was like, man, that's so cool that he's like that, like that he's like a young Yoda or whatever. But I always thought that the age was maybe a little bit too young because yeah. we'll never get to see him develop like into anything that badass, you know, because he's yeah, going to be. We could see like two, three seasons of The Mandalorian, then they bring back Grogu. And what, how much time's uh, passed? Yeah. Like maybe 10 years of chronologically in the show. Yeah. But Grogu still looks basically the same. Yeah, because right? I mean, at 50 <laughs> years old, that's how, that's what he looks like. Right. So. And if he didn't, and if he took some like jump, then it wouldn't be. It wouldn't, yeah. yeah it wouldn't work. So, yeah, that, that's a tough one. I don't, I really don't know what they're going to do with Mandalorian. Unless they but, like, you know, like. The show itself. But. Retcon the species and they're like, they make a big jump. At age 60 yeah. or something, you know what I mean? Yeah, they could always pull something out yeah. of their ass for it. Yeah, because it is one of those species you don't really know anything about. Right. So, um, one last thing. I just started reading the uh, High Republic books that have come out. Or oh, like yeah? the new Star Wars. I read the first one. Oh, I didn't read it. Audiobooks. Mm -hmm. They're getting read to me. Yeah. Which actually is, uh, is pretty cool because it uh, has like sound effects. Like it just random, like not like overbearing or anything but like that kind of add elements oh, to the thing cool. so it's it's pretty good um it's cool to like uh take star wars in with all characters that you don't know yeah. like no like the only characters that are mentioned in there that i know are yoda's mentioned but not really in great detail they just as in passing and um opo Rancis, I think is his name. Do you remember in the... Did you watch the prequels, right? You've watched all the movies, right? Yeah. He's the Jedi Council member that looks like just super hairy. He's got okay. the weird face and he's super hairy. That yeah. guy has been around for, I guess, a really long time. Yeah. Those are the only two Jedi that are in the thing that are kind of... My cousins read all like a lot of the Star Wars books. Yeah. Um, from like the Legends and I guess what's the canon. Yeah. But it's a lot of why he didn't like the newest trilogy because they just like butcher yeah. everything so badly. I bet. Like you already have these stories like you could have at least taken these and built off of them. Mm. But instead they just came up with their own weird thing and mangled it over the course of three different movies. Yeah, I when I think back about how excited I was for The Force Awakens like after I watched it and then like going into The Last Jedi and then like halfway through the last jedi just being like i kind of think i really like this and then there's just being a point at afterwards where i was like i liked that movie i think yeah <laughs> i think i did and then when i watched rise of skywalker i was like um they did something terribly wrong here they, I, they, I went <laughs> into that like all right i'm excited for this so that we can just get this trilogy yeah. over with like all right it's here. i was like something went let's terribly do it, wrong let's move on yeah like, <laughs> They really missed opportunity with Finn. Yeah. They ruined that character. That character yeah. should have been so much more fleshed out. They could have even done something in that last movie. They could have sped up the whole him trying to tell Ray that he thinks he has powers or whatever. He could have followed her to the fucking um, whatever the fucking place is. Whatever the There's fucking a, place. Yeah. And helped her at the end or something like that. I don't know. They're just There's I know they wanted the the love story thing between her and Kylo, but There's a lot they could have done there. They could have done more with uh Captain Phasma, like especially because she was kind of tied to him in a way. Like there's so much more they could have done there and instead it was just like weird like 
they had scenes obviously in the second movie again or last jedi or whatever right but it still wasn't like it, it could have been a lot more than it was yeah and finn mainly like you said he just kind of got brushed aside after the first not nearly first as bad as the uh rose tico character though that's yeah. bad. Yeah, what that they was did really to her, weird. it was like there's no reason to even make it her. It was very to, strange to have her so heavily featured in the second, in that second, and then write her just, completely out of the the movie in the third one. It was yeah. like, yeah, you're gonna stay here in the role that is literally you just yeah, she was not just part a of ancillary the, character. Yeah. Like she was there, but and she could have any. just been randomly in with another group, and it would have been fine. Like maybe I don't know, just weird. Weird choices, but I mean, I'm not a Hollywood director or anything, so they probably, you know, I couldn't do better. Yeah. Well, we'll end it there. I appreciate you guys. Rick, you were already here, so you don't get a big thanks, but Dominic, <laughs> thanks. I really appreciate you coming over. It's oh, always no great problem. to talk to you. I feel That's like good. we really uh, connect on a lot of levels with uh, the whole things we're into, pop culture and stuff. Yeah, we'll have to do an episode that's just like harping back on shit from the 90s. Yeah, I was going to say the <laughs> 90s. I wanted to do a nostalgic podcast whatever. originally. That was yeah. like what I, I, every episode I wanted to do like one nostalgic topic to kind of fill in the time, but I'm still trying to figure out like the best uh, structure of an episode to really fit everything in like a digestible amount of time. Yeah. There are certain topics that like if you get into Star Wars all of a sudden, like you could There's just. an extra, yeah. There are so many tangents you can go off on. It's, but. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. As always, new episodes every Wednesday. Like us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. We're at That's the World We're Living In, except on Twitter, it's at T2W2LI. And, uh, yeah, send us some questions. And don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, and review. And get Ricky over uh, 1,000 on the old mainly plants. <laughs> okay, everyone? Yes. Please. Next time you update, I want to I wanna know. Okay. Kay. I'll let y'all know. Bye, guys. Have a good week.